Welcome back, Dick Shaders. This is Amy Oakley coming to you from Asheville. Today on Dick Shade, we've got uh, some special guests here to join us to talk about all things dating, sexual, vagina. I don't know. There's lots of different things happening here. So hang tight for just one second. We'll be right back. Welcome, everybody. Today is Wednesday. It is a hot evening after a long day at work. I'm on my kid-free week. Hells yeah. So I'm enjoying some company of some adults today. I've got some adults here to join me. I got Steve back. You guys met Steve a couple weeks ago. He's going to join us today. And I have two wonderful friends, Feather and Darcy, who are here to join in some questions with us. So I'm going to let them uh, introduce themselves with a little story, just so you guys can get to know them a little bit. I would like you guys to please uh, tell me about the story, how you lost your virginity. Let's hear about it. I'm going to pass this. That's how we're starting? That's how we're starting. Okay. This is Steve. You might remember me from the online dating episode. Um, I lost my virginity. I was 16, and I was dating a 26-year-old who was uh, recently out of chemotherapy i'm pretty sure it was it was a weird situation but yeah that's what it was you lost your virginity to a woman who was going through chemo had already been through oh, chemo was like whatever she had hair um she was you know yeah i didn't have a lot of details i was 16 and really did you're, you're 16 you're happy just to get your dick wet it didn't matter <laughs> thank you for sharing that that steve all right father let's hear from you welcome to dick Shane. Hey, this is Feather. I was in high school, senior, uh, dating the homecoming king. There were candles lit, and really, I thought I was behind behind in the game. So. This is like a real life '80s movie, like in real life. Was there I, a jam box in the background? It wasn't awesome, but I felt like I needed to to get on the ride. I was a little bit behind my friends. So. Was Was it his first time too, or just Joyce? It was. Loving magic, <laughs> sort of, sort of. <laughs> All right, uh, Miss Darcy, let's hear it. Spell it. So my first time, I was 18, and it was after high school. I traveled across the country with a friend, and we went to a rainbow gathering. And oh, I met rainbow. a boy at a rainbow gathering who was not really the usual like dreadlock dude you would see at a rainbow gathering. Was know? he a 26 year old cancer survivor? No, unfortunately not. I can't remember his name, but his rain because people are given rainbow names, and his name was Roach. Oh, what was your name? Because he always really smoked the end of of yeah joints. Right. But it was very sweet. We hung out all day. He was a very sweet, kind person. He had a great pickup line. So it was a, it was a nice it? first experience. Yes, we were sitting by the campfire, and he brought out this stone that had like a circle carved in the middle. And um, he looked through it and he said something like, they say that if you look through a stone hole in it or something, that you see an angel or fairy or something cheesy like that. But it was very oh. sweet and kind. It was very nice. Oh, that's amazing. That's a good story. That's yeah. a good one. So uh, me, so my losing my virginity story, I was 17 years old in high school. I was also a little bit behind the curve feather, like you were saying, in regards to making that happen. And I, uh, all my friends thought that I was like such a lesbian and I was going to lose my virginity to a girl, but false. I lost my virginity to the boy that bought us all beer when we were underage. And I was in love with him. His name was Johnny. I'm not going to say his last name, although I remember it. 
and he was a surfer from um, from Florida. And he had like this bowl haircut where his hair fell in front of his blue eyes or whatever. And I just thought he was a fucking shit. And I gotta tell you, I lost my virginity on my in my fucking bedroom at my house while my mom was at work on my twin bed. I fucking bled all over that motherfucker, and I couldn't even like function afterwards. And I fucking flipped the mattress. And I'm pretty sure that's how it that's how it went down. It was tragic. <laughs> Tragedy strikes at the losing virginity at Amy Oakley's house. Uh, so anyway, so we're going to talk about we're going to have a lot of good stories today um, about different things going on. Um, I appreciate you guys all sharing that and being here with me today. And I think we're going to start off in just a minute with our next segment with a really fun game that I invented that you're going to love. It's amazing. We'll be right back. No, I walked them all. All right, we're back. We're, we're back. <laughs> so we have a couple questions for you, Steve. Uh, the ladies in the room have some follow-up questions about the 26-year-old cancer survivor. Well, I'm going to hand the mic over here to Darcy, and she's going to ask her questions. I'm just curious, where did you meet this woman, this previous, this cancer survivor? So I, I was at the, the shopping mall, the local mall, where all the teenagers walked around and hung out. and. Uh, she worked at the earring place, the piercing pagoda thing in the mall. <laughs> she pierced her nose for you? She did not. She pierced no. nothing for me. Your penis. No, zero. Well, you did. You, you pierced her vagina with your penis. So there was piercing that happened. Correct. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> all right, all right. We're going to change topics here. This is getting, this is story is too much for me to handle right now. So this game, I'm lovingly calling it the vagina game. Right? So what I have here for all you folks at home that can't see is I have. This uh, lovely mule mug is beautiful. I don't even think it's ever been used. Copper, beautiful. And inside are different words that have to do with the vagina. So when it's your turn, you're going to draw the word, read it aloud, and give us your best guess on what it is. And if you know what it is, that's amazing. Please use it in context in a sentence. <laughs> I think this is going to be amazing. And we're going to start with, let's start with Darcy. <laughs> All right, here we go. You got this. Let's see it. Vagina up. Dun, 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 dun. The word is vagina badger. Vagina badger. Hmm. What is a vagina badger? Let's see. What is your best? Is it a dildo, perhaps? <laughs> vagina badger. That's my background sound for you. A vagina badger is, is not indeed um, a, a dildo, but it's like uh, what I would refer to as like maybe like a Girl Scout. A vagina badger is someone who loves vaginas so much that they can't get enough, and they just eat it on up. That is a vagina badger. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, that was uh, that was pretty exciting. Um, let's try it again. Feta, <laughs> what, what did you pull out of the out of the cup? The giant. This is actually a cape that you attach to the top of your clitoris that flows out like a superhero when you flip the clitoris. The giant. The giant. God, that's a really fucking yeah. good definition. Should be an what do you think about that? Oh, is this like Liar's Dice where I think I think she's making it up totally? <laughs> I think it's uh it's more like a hot dog in a hallway vagina. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and Steve is a big winner. It is a hot dog in a hallway vagina. That is a vagina, but nonetheless, it is a, uh, a very large vagina. A hot dog lost in a hallway. That is terrible. It's nice analogy, Steve. Thank you, Steve, for bringing it home. <laughs> what, what did you pull out of the uh, the cup of glory? The glory hole. 
Mine is Inception Vagina. Ooh, Inception Vagina. I have to think that this is maybe a vagina that's so deep it just keeps going and going and going deeper. Can you please use it in a sentence? The girl I met at the party had an Inception Vagina. When we had sex, it just kept going and going, and I forgot when we started. Oh, that's pretty good. What do you think, ladies on the panel? Is that the same as an infinity vagina? <laughs> Is that a synonym for infinity vagina? It kind of would be, because you don't know where it ends. <laughs> well, I can tell you that Urban, Urban Dictionary defines inception vagina as a vagina. Inside a vagina. Inside a vagina. Inside a vagina. Meaning that... Her vagina was so motherfucking tight that it was like a pussy inside of a pussy. Oh. So not a hall of mirrors vagina. <laughs> not a hall of mirrors <laughs> vagina. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. This is my turn. I'm going to pull one out, even though I don't know what they are. So it's kind of like cheating, right? It's like, let's see. Oh, this one, this one um, is actually near and dear to me. So to get these terms, let's take a little, let's break in this. To get these terms, I literally went to Urban Dictionary and I typed in the word vagina to see what would pop up. And so there's a long list of things that pop up when you type in vagina. And some of them are absolutely ridiculous. And some of them are like vaginoplasty and clitoroplasty and all these kind of things that were very surgical. And um, I didn't really want to go there. Uh, I am going to do a surgical podcast episode, but we're going to talk about something a little bit different. Um, with that. But so one of the words that came up that I thought this is ridiculous is vagina mints. So this is an actual product that you can buy. You can, you can Google it. Vagina oh. mints. Um, oh. Vagina mints. Thank you. <laughs> and so really, you can get them in different flavors. You could get passion fruit. You could get mint. You could get grape. Steve, what's your favorite vagina flavor to eat? It would probably be spearmint. You can have spearmint vagina. Classic guy. Classic. So that's what a vagina man is. All right, we got just a couple more of these. Let's see. Darcy. Vagina glitter bomb. Hmm. Vagina glitter bomb. Oh boy. Another real another real product. Huh. You can purchase it on Amazon for $13.99. Okay. So some fun is it is it like an enclosed packet of glitter that explodes upon penetration? Yes, yes, Darcy. Ding, ding, ding. You are correct. So it is literally a capsule that you stick inside of your pussy, and then with liquid and friction, it explodes. So when your guy pulls out, there's literally like glitter comes pouring out with. Huh. So the funny thing, though, about the glitter vagina bomb is although it's a real product, it comes in flavors too, right? You can get it in like lavender pussy, spearmint pussy, I don't know, whatever flavor pussy you want. But the problem with it is, and the spoiler alert is that it does cause, cause massive yeast infections. So ladies, like as much as it sounds like that you want to have like a unicorn come inside your pussy, it will cause a medical issue at the end. So just beware, spoiler alert. I was thinking it would be like a rave, right? That would be kind of kind of cool, but I a just- pussy rave? Yeah, exactly. I just Googled vagina mints too, same exact thing. First article, they are a very, very bad idea. Bad idea. Yeah. yeah. We're learning here. Don't put random shit in your vagina. I like the taste of vagina anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Mine is vagina steaming. I have heard stories oh, yes. about this. It's sort of like a facial for your labia. Ding, 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 ding. Another one correct. It is a facial. So it's actually um, comes in, uh, I think, in Asian countries, maybe it's more. I don't know that girls uh, here in Western North Carolina are squatting over things like this. But you do. You steam. You put your herbs. You put your spearmint, Steve. 
whatever you, whatever pussy flavor you want inside the water, it opens up the pores. It opens up the pussy, the pussy pores. I've had a vag scheme before. Shut the fuck up. There is a fantastic, <laughs> on the way down to Atlanta, a fantastic Korean spa. Korean spa. Yeah, that has that as is one of the Jade, spa treatments. Jade Korean yes! spa? I have not had a vaginal scheme, but I know the place. Awesome. But have you had an anal scheme, Steve? Let's talk about it. Neither. No? No anal scheme? All right, so that was a vagina game. I don't know. It might have been a little bit of a bust. We'll see. But we're going to be right back. We're talking about something a little bit different. But I think that the winner of the vagina game, actually, I'm going to give it up. I'm going to give it to Steve is the winner of the vagina game. A, he played with us, which was fantastic. And also, a hot dog in the hallway was the best dancer that we heard. So let's give it up for Steve. Hot dog in the hallway. Congratulations. We'll be right back. Curly hair All right, we're back here, Dick Shaders, for uh, this next bit. Uh, this is my favorite part of every podcast, where um, I tell really embarrassing stories about myself, or I get my friends to tell really embarrassing stories about themselves, so I hope that all of you are ready, because this segment is going to be talking about um, our most bizarre, strange, crazy date that you ever had. And it could have been a recent date. It could have been, I don't know, it could have been last week. Some real fucked up happened. It could have been when you were 14. I don't know. And you're like, your mom tagged along. I'm not really sure. But I'm going to start off. I'll start off by telling this great story. Uh, you guys, last week, if you listened to the podcast, heard my story about the AK-47 on top of the mountain at Fairview, which was a very exciting, um, a very exciting date. But I also have an equally crazy date with a girl that I'll tell the story about. She, um, so when I was, this was back in my days on Match.com, this like ancient cobweb kind of days. Um, and I was only looking for ladies and I'd been doing all these like long distance, like phone conversations with ladies back and forth. And I just couldn't find anybody. And, and probably part of it was like, I was living in Asheville, but I'd already fucked up the lesbians in Asheville or I knew everybody that already fucked up the lesbians in Asheville and I'm kind of looking for someone new. And all of a sudden there's this girl that pops up who plays roller derby. And I was like, straight. I love roller derby. Actually, Darcy and Feather, we all used to do roller girl leading together way back in the day. Uh, when we were young and tight, <laughs> life was a little different now. But anyway, so she played in a roller derby. So um, we arranged it or whatever. I need her out to get on town. I was like, let me take you out. Uh, and she was probably unemployed, if I remember correctly. I was like, let me take you out. So I take you to this restaurant down Nashville called Carmel's. I don't know if you've ever been to Carmel's before. It's like gay owned or whatever. So it was like fine and cool. It was like pseudo nice. It wasn't like I'm going to spend $200 on you. But I'm definitely going to spend like $25 on you. And that is like big shit when you're like 27, 28 years old. So I go on the stage with this girl and the waitress comes to the table and we're ordering food. And so we used to get, get all these proteins or whatever. And so she orders, so, the, so I ordered um, chicken or something, you know, chicken comes cooked on the way, comes cooked done, right? <laughs> so I get my chicken and she was ordering pork and the lady says to her, she says, how do you want your pork cooked? And she says, she looks at the lady and she looks at me and she's like, I don't know, medium rare. And I was like, what the fuck is happening here? This girl ordered a fucking piece of pork that was medium rare. When it came to the table, it was raw in the middle. Like, you know, your steak is like kind of pink and uh, it was so fucking disgusting. So in the process of all this happening and ordering, ordering the pork and I'm super grossed out by her chewing it, uh, we were also drinking a beer, right? Because it's, you know, it's Saturday night. I'm not this girl. We all know me. If I have a couple of more drinks, I'm likely to talk some more, feel a little more comfortable, uh, like I am tonight. Tonight's uh, cocktail is sponsored by Tito's. Tito's doesn't sponsor us, but one day when I'm real famous, they might. Um, so, anyway, so we're having some beers, and all of a sudden, she just starts burping uncontrollably, and she can't fucking stop. 
And she's just kind of doing it under her breath a little bit. And then as she's having more beers, like it's just getting louder and louder. And so she had some kind of esophageal disorder where anytime she had carbonation, she would burp uncontrollably. So every time she would talk to me, she'd be like, oh, this pork is really interesting. <laughs> or, you know, I dropped my napkin on the floor, <laughs> like the entire night. So it, needless to say, I went out with her again. I went out with this like six times. I'm pretty sure, Feather and Darcy, that you both met this girl. I think I brought her on like an intro, um, intro date to meet the friend group. Um, but so I got to go to the end of this fucking story now. So as it turns out, like she and I were not meant to be because I really can't handle someone belching in my face every five seconds, especially when you like to drink beer. It's kind of like that. It's a bad scene. And so when I'm breaking up with her, she got so upset with me and so upset. She would call me on the phone and like cuss me out, like from the, from like the time it would take me to drive four miles. She would just keep popping off on me the whole fucking time. It was like a weird kind of fatal attraction she hated my fucking ass um and i don't even know what i did to her i mean we did fuck but oh we fucked at uh, our friend's house that lived over in west nashville we totally we totally met this girl darcy anyway i think so i see her face in my mind you can see her face you can see her burping in your face which you can really fucking see in your mind all right so let's hear it someone else has got a good story about a first date story steve what you got for us so i'm gonna bend it a little bit because First dates that I've been on have either been like good or bad, but never crazy. But when I was in college, I was in a fraternity and that's where a lot of the crazy shit happened. Um, everything was a dare. Like everything would start with, dude, I bet you can't blah, 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 whatever. You know, like I bet you can't eat two dozen donuts. And, and like somebody would literally try to eat two dozen donuts at one time. So Donuts give me acid reflux. I can do that. Right? Well, now they do. When we were young, we didn't have to worry about that stuff. But we had a party at our house, at our fraternity house, and somebody thought it would be funny to invite these girls that were in a professional sorority. And all I remember is that you would see them on campus and they would have the letters T-E-M, like Tau Epsilon U, on their sweatshirts, and I had no idea what it was. It's like... It wasn't nursing. It was some other kind of professional story. It wasn't an actual Greek house. So anyway, these girls were, they were really nice, but they were, they were all really, really overweight. And they were, you know, I mean, they, they were even like pretty, but they were all just incredibly heavy people. I have to know what the T-E-M stands for. Do you know it to this day? It's just a tau epsilon mu. That's its Greek letters. I have no idea. We would just, we referred to as those 10 chicks. Somebody came back to the house the afternoon of the party. They go, dude, you're never going to guess who I ran into on campus. Those 10 chicks. And I invited them to the party. And we were all like, oh, okay. And there were always like a contingent of like four of them that walked around. So they looked kind of like hockey players that are like always together. You know? <laughs> so anyway, um, night of the party, you know, they show up. And they showed up early because... Honestly, I really don't think I'm totally imagining these girls like in the 90s. Or how did you go to college in the 80s or the 90s? Uh, early 90s. In the early 90s. So I'm imagining these girls mm -hmm. like in like these crew neck sweatshirts with these giant letters across them. Yep. With like really unfortunate veins and big asses. <laughs> yeah, that that was pretty much it. All right, they just were, trying to make sure my visual is correct. It, it was like when they when they sat, it was just like a series of rolls, where it's like the boobs were a roll, and then the stomach was a roll, and then there was a second stomach roll, and then the gun was a roll. So it was just like total Michelin man, and you couldn't tell. Can you please define the word gut? Everybody knows what gut is. It's a fupa, fat, upper pussy area. It's it's a combination of gun, is gut, and cunt. So you don't know where one ends and the other begins. So Well, that's... <laughs> 
All right, keep going. So anyway, <laughs> um, we're at the party, and we all decide we're going to drink a lot really early because that'll make the night much more interesting. So we're all drunk at like 9 o'clock. And one of my buddies is like, dude, I'll, I'll give you $20 if you fuck one of those Tim chicks in the next hour. One of those Tim chicks. Yes, the Tim chicks. And so I walked over to the, the one that was closest to me, and I looked at her, introduced myself, and I looked her in the eyes, and I go, oh, you have really pretty eyes. The look on her face lit up the whole freaking room. The story's going to make me sad. I know. My, Seven, my feminist like, bells are ringing right now. This was, <laughs> We're going to lynch your ass after this podcast. This was 1991, okay? This kind of shit was so commonplace. And, and unfortunately, that was the deal. Seven minutes after I... asshole is commonplace. Seven minutes after I said that to her, we were in my room. Seven minutes in heaven, baby. Seven minutes. Okay, so we had sex. I went back down to the party. The temp chicks went home. So the next morning, we all woke up. We're hungover. I went down to breakfast, and there was like, I don't know, 10 or 15 guys downstairs, you know. And uh, I was wearing the same T-shirt. It was a T-shirt with our fraternity crest on it. It was a white t-shirt with a logo right so i go downstairs and I, I get food and i'm walking over toward the table and somebody goes smith what the fuck is on your shirt dude What's that? and and i looked down and what had happened is when we were in my bed i was on top of her and my shirt had gotten wrapped around my dick and i didn't even realize it and i tried to go penetrate her with my t-shirt around my dick and a condom so and i was drunk and i I don't even understand how that's fucking possible. It was a long t-shirt. And and so <laughs> poor girl. And and she and the funny thing is it was per her request. She specifically said, said fuck me with your t-shirt on. No, she said, yeah, she I said want my t-shirt and my on. She said, leave, we're leaving our clothes on, just take your pants off. It's easier that way. That was those were her exact words. Nothing but dick. And I was like, all right. So anyway, what had happened was, I guess whenever I poked my dick into her vagina with the T-shirt wrapped around it, it it was like this red brown, like stay. Yeah, so it was like a tie dye. It was uh, there was nothing sexy about it. It that was a big old period stain on your front T-shirt. It was. Fucking horrible. And, and then, you wore it to breakfast. That's and, then, fucking and nobody was going to let that go. No, I mean, I had to explain. Did they call you period stain for the rest of that semester? No, they did not. They're not money. Um, there was no way that that was going to, like, I, I, I had to explain 100% of that stain on my shirt before anybody was going to let it go. Um, That was a pretty amazing story. And what do you think about that story? <laughs> There's a lot of shit happening there. <laughs> Done better. I better story than that. Well, that was You know what? I think that if I had known that Tim girl, I would have had a lot of fucking dick shape for her. <laughs> it would have been. Um, it would have been a, a bad scene. All right, we're gonna take a break here for a second because Mama needs another cocktail. Sponsored not by Tito's, but by Steve's freezer, and we'll be right back. <laughs> You guys are missing the side hustle conversation about Steve fucking the girl. And Steve, you know what I have to tell you? Is that I was a Tim in college. You were a what? I was a Tim. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> You're a liar. 
and we're all still amazed just talking about how you ever got a fucking t-shirt, your dick, and a condom inside of this girl. So I, I realized what was going on after a couple seconds, and I had to pull the shirt up and get it out of the way. Is she a giant? She did not have a vagina, actually. She was a giant, but she did not have a vagina. Is that a noun, vagina? I don't know. I thought it was more of an adjective. It's a no. It's a noun. I just made it. Vagianting. I like that. Like that. Or it could be a verb. Vagianting. Vagianting. Making up good words here. All right. So, uh, so let's move it on here. Uh, let's talk to Darcy. Darcy, okay. Let's hear from you, uh, Sister Bear. Tell us about a crazy date story that you had. So I don't, I don't know how crazy it is. More than just like funny, kind of a funny story. But I used to work at this call center where we would do credit card increases for federated department stores, and it was actually a really fun place to work because there was always like lots of young people, and there's probably like 200 people that worked there. And everybody was getting high by the dumpster in the back. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone was really pretty straight-laced there. But, yeah, anyways. So I meet this guy. Um, and there's a couple of people I dated while I was working there. But I met this one guy. And he was from Colombia. And his name was Jorge. Jorge. Say it, say it. Jorge. <laughs> and so, like, I really don't have, it's funny how you have these experiences and just remember, like, these just little snippets out of it. So I don't even remember, like, the lead up to us going on a date, but it was like, let's go on a date. So he picks me up, and we decided we were going to go out to Ybor City. And is this in Florida? Ybor City? Yeah, Tampa, Ybor City. Is that Y-B-O-R? It is. Look at this. This is like a, a little Florida geography lesson. Um, yes, and it's a lot of, uh, I'm actually historically, worked. it was like a, a place where a lot of Cubans lived and cigars mm -hmm. or rolled cigars and that kind of thing. So anyways, we decided we are going to go to Ybor. It's, there's like 10 million clubs and we are going to go dancing. And so he picks me up and he, I remember him having a really nice car and oh, he pulls dear. up, he comes up to like meet me at my door and he had the tightest white jeans on. He was bringing sexy back. Yeah. Well, I wasn't into white jeans. Like, it was. <laughs> I, mean, I was like, shit, I got to hang out with this dude. I was, like, kind of embarrassed by it. I don't know if that's, like, shallow of me. But so we go to this club, and I think it was, like, an 80s club, where he literally was the only person wearing white. And Fancy. on the way there. Everybody else is wearing solid black. I mean, black, really and tight jeans. And on the way there, like, I just remember being in the car and his mom calling and his sister calling, and he was such a fucking dickhead to both of them. And so I'm sitting in the car with the white jeans and the, you know, dickhead way to talk to his family. And we go dancing, and it was, it was like, awkward the whole night. And then afterwards, he's like, oh, do you want to come back to my apartment? And I was like, sure. We're like, sure. I, I had your jeans in your attitude. Isn't that weird? Yeah, let's see what happens <laughs> next. Here we go. This can go well. So we had a really nice apartment, and, and we're making out, and, um, you know, I was I like, kind of not Cuba. really, huh? I've never made out with Cuban man. How's that? He's not Cuban. He's Colombian. Oh, Colombian. Sorry. I've never made yeah. out with Colombian man either. No? Never. Yeah. He was, I, I think he was a good kisser. He was. I don't know if every Colombian is, but he I've was a good kisser. I've never been with a Latino man, ever. Oh, you haven't? I haven't. Puerto Rican. I've missed, like, an entire continent. Oh, yeah? Yeah. 
Sorry, sorry, sorry. I was with a Chilean man, a Puerto Rican man. Uh, <laughs> Anyways. Anyways. So, um, so we get back to his place and, um, you know, we start making out. And I wasn't really feeling him because I was like, he's not my type at all. Yeah, and but I'm, you know, I always like to push things to the very edge, and (laughs) and he like so we we start to like you know go forward and move forward and but like you know and zipping pants and feeling and all that good stuff and he had a micro penis a micro penis. I don't know yeah. what this term is. This is the opposite of a vagina. It's it's a real word. A micropenis. It's a real medical Have you heard term. of this before, Steve? I have. I think it was. Like that's it was a, like smaller than a pinky. Yeah, that's an actual legitimate term. That's how he got those tight jeans on. And that was and that was like are, that was it. He wasn't it wasn't like he was a grower and he started out as a pinky and then turned into a you so know, it was a, uh, it was like, it was like, and I'm not, you know, I, I don't have a, what was the, you're, you're not a vagina. I'm not a vagina at all. So I don't need a huge, yeah. huge, but this was ridiculous. You, you had an inception vagina. Like it was super tight. <laughs> yeah. That's still the micro penis. Exactly. I was like, like to call it infinity. <laughs> so that, that's my story. It was just a funny night. Oh, and oh, did you get it? No, no, I think maybe. Just the tip? Just, just, just the eraser. How would you even know? There was more than just the tip anyway. Just the eraser. And then I was just like, I was just like kind of weirded out. And I was like, oh, I don't want to do this. And like, I got, you know, I got up and he was like, well, get the fuck out of my house. He's such a dick. Well, you thought yeah. I was going to sit through the white jeans. I was going to sit through the abuse you're getting your fucking family in order to get some fucking nice cock out of this. And then he pulled it out and you're like, I don't that's even a, know what I was talking about. That's a fucking finger vegetable. I should have, the second you walked out in those tight white jeans, I should have known better. I should have known better. Yeah. Well, let's ask the real question. Were there some kind of patches on the back pocket of those jeans? I think there was some sort of embellishment. Embellishment. Like maybe, dazzle, maybe like, yeah, like a silver patch. Like in a... In a swirly design or something. Were there slashes in the jeans? No, they were very crisp. And you took them to like an white club. And, and they were like crazy. they were crisp white and they were boot cut. Oh man, Steve, will you put some of those on for us right now? <laughs> no. And they were not rock and roll. <laughs> they were not rock and roll. Well, that was a hell of a fucking story. I, I, I've never heard of the term micro. Before. That's, really? a, that's a new one for me. I'm learning something new today on Dick Shade. You're a very lucky girl. I am such a lucky girl. Well, so here we are. Here we are. Uh, Feather. Feather. What kind of weird ass second date story do you have to share with us? Well, my best, I'd say, online Tinder date was. Oh, uh, shit. We talked about online dating recently. Yeah. I wish you had been here for that. This was Tinder date number three. Uh, I was traveling. What year is this? Let's talk about it. About three years ago. Three years ago. And um, at the time, I was into uh, finding a sexual relationship, and so I was only looking for that was very clear in the very beginning. Were you looking for dick or pussy or any of the above? Any of the above. This happened to be a dick, um, which I later coined, or he coined, actually, Goldie Cock. Goldie Cock! (laughs) (laughs) Not too big, not too small. That's right. That's right. So we ended up meeting... Um, halfway between our homes, he had a second house on the lake, and about 15 minutes after meeting, we were having sex. I asked not to have a whole lot of chit chat, 
and I was interested. I like a girl who knows what she wants, direct and to the point. <laughs> I was interested in exploring a little uh, power play, and he was um, kind of a, a dominant man. And I, um, as a leader in my personal life, I kind of found a bliss in letting go and letting someone be in charge. Um, so for two weeks up to the date, he would have me do all these uh, really intense things while I was at like brunch and at a friend's house and he ordered me to take off all my clothes and take a picture in the bathroom with the door cracked and that was a lot of fun. Anyways, there was lots of build up to this date. And uh, I'd say <clears throat> didn't he, he wouldn't let you come either, right? Like you weren't allowed to masturbate or anything the whole time? Absolutely. Like yes, he put me on restriction and I wasn't allowed to touch myself until he gave me permission. And you hadn't met this guy yet. I hadn't met him yet. See, this is what's so crazy to me about this idea. So we haven't even gotten to the first date yet, and you're just building up to it. But it's crazy to me that some fucking guy that you've never met before is, uh, like, not not demanding is the wrong word, but, like, powerful. Like telling you, fucking send me a picture of your fussy looks at work, and you're not allowed to touch yourself for two weeks until you meet me. I enjoyed every minute of that kind of control. Uh, we ended up having amazing sex for about 24 hours. Um, I, 24 hours? <laughs> we just see how long have you ever had sex? Consecutively? Yes. Um, I don't know, maybe an hour and a half. Well, we like ate <laughs> and rested and slept during that time, but we had sex many times. We each came about seven or eight times in 24 hours. And then I. So this guy came eight times in 24 hours? Fucking That's amazing. fucking impressive. I could not believe it. He was not on any kind of drug either. How much water was he drinking? <laughs> <laughs> and he also didn't drink alcohol. He was sober mm -hmm. the entire time. Jesus. Yeah. Well, he smoked a lot of weed, but yeah. that's kind of sober. Yeah. Um, that's super sober compared to alcohol. We ended up, he had, he was the best anal of my life. Let me just say for the first time out loud. So, all right, so let me, so you talk to this guy on the phone for two weeks. He tells you you can't touch your pussy, wants to see pictures of it all the time. You meet him for the first time, and you let him fuck you in your ass, and it's the best thing else like you've ever Absolutely. This is the best date story I've ever heard. We moved a leather couch about eight feet. With no room. fucking work. <laughs> it, was, it was amazing. I had a collar, which was attached to a leash that had rhinestones on it. It was his leash. No one else was allowed to touch it. Fancy. Who else was going to touch it? He I don't know. Let's talk about it. Well, I was, you know, on Tinder, so uh, he just had certain rules about the leash. Um, <laughs> I ended up buying leather cuffs, and so we saw each other once a month for 24 hours for about six months, and um, we we filled, fulfilled each other's bucket list. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, that is amazing. And that's how you met that huh? Several towels. It was um, it was an amazing experience. So, moving in other relationships, how can they ever seem exciting after that? <laughs> Ooh, good question, Darcy. How could they get more exciting? How are you ever going to top Or you just day? have to resign yourself to <laughs> see him again in about three weeks. And all yeah, <laughs> so, all right. So, okay. So, I just want to talk about that a little bit because I was. Uh, was uh, a few weeks ago on the apps and this guy's like total BDSM and like that's what he and was like telling me to do all this stuff or whatever and then like so we're having phone sex and like I'm going to like try to jack off or whatever and he's like won't let me jack off he's like no you can't you can't do it or whatever he's like giving out these texts or whatever 
And so I just got out of my library. I was like, fuck this bullshit. I'm just going to get off. And so as I'm doing that, I'm not responding to him. He called, fucking called me. Like Stone Cold called me and he was like, bitch, I told you to quit fucking touching your pussy. And I was like, fuck. Whoa. Yeah, it was intense. And I was like, I kind of did stuff. I mean, I did when I got the phone. I was like, you know, yes, sir, yes, daddy, whatever the fuck I said. And I did get off before I went to bed or whatever, but I was like, this is fucking crazy. I kind of like, like I was like, well, it was interesting. Like, I can't say, like, I've never. Um, all right, I got to tell you. Are you an edging, though, where you aren't coming and you aren't coming? And then when you finally do, it's an explosion? I have been I've been there with a guy, uh, but just through like one sexual thing, like not every day. But I guess I gotta tell you this, this story. This real quick. <laughs> so so when I was uh, I was putting together, well, I was working with all these gays on this side project or whatever. And so in the process of this, I'm trying to get these buy-in from these guys, right? So I'm trying to find the gay guys. Where are they at? How can how can I you know get get up with these gay guys to make this nonprofit that I'm working with happen? <laughs> and so what happens is I meet this guy. His name's Bull. All right. He's just a big ass motherfucking 350 pound white dude with like bald head. Like he looks like a biker, a leather jacket with line yards or whatever. And I'm talking to him and like I can tell like he knows everybody. Bold. Yeah. Boy, yeah. Bold is everybody. And so he's like, he's like, well, why don't you? He's like, are you into leather? Because he's like a leather daddy. And I was like, well, I'm not. I mean, sure. Totally. You know, and I'm just like making shit up. Like I'm just like, yeah, man, I'm totally into leather, whatever you want. And so we end up saying, he's like, well, come out to my house. And we'll get you like suited up or whatever. We'll take care of this or whatever. And then I'll talk to you kind of more about the nonprofit while, while you're there. And I was like, well, okay, this sounds fucking bizarre. So we go to this guy's house or whatever. Well, he doesn't live in a fucking house. He lives in a garage. And his bed is like literally next to the old ass fucking like lawnmower next to it. And so we're there and I'm there with one of my ex-girlfriends. And he's like, which one of you guys gets suited up? And I was like, uh, not me. She does. And so he turns and he, he looks at her. He's like, okay, come on. And so he's over there and he tells her to spread him, right? So she's like doing like this air jumping jack. He starts measuring like her knees and her thighs and her waist and her tits and all this, like every single um, joint that she has or whatever. And he's telling me that he's going to make her this leather suit. He's like, I'm going to put like O-rings on and like different clips so you can hold her up. So you can like, you can like contort her ankles to her fucking wrists if you want her ankles to her shoulders, whatever you want to do to hold her. And I was like, wow. That's something crazy. Cool. And so then he's like, oh, I used to do this for a living, like professional tie people up. He's like, in the clubs down in Florida, that's where he's from. Genitortures. <laughs> well, he's like, I used to spider web people up in the corners of the fucking bars or whatever. And, like, and I was just like, Jesus Christ. Well, I, I just I didn't even know. And so anyway, so as he's like measuring my girlfriend or whatever, I looked over it. He's wearing this like set of overalls, like some Carhartt overalls, like a big kind of redneck looking guy or whatever. And I was like, what kind of tattoo is that? I can see this eagle head at the top of the shoulder or whatever. He's like, oh, it's an eagle. Do you want to see it? And I was like, yeah, sure, let me see it. So he takes off his overalls, and I look at him, and it's an eagle head with wings or whatever, and where his talons are are set of, like, penises and balls. <laughs> like, he's jumping <laughs> fucking hard cocks for talons on this guy's fucking feet. It was fucking hilarious, and I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. And as that's happening, like, I'm seeming kind of stressed out. I think I was probably like, sweating, you know? Like, if anyone knows me, you know, like, when I get, like, real stressed out or anxious, I get kind of red and, like... I just can't, you know, I just can't calm it down. And so like, I'm feeling kind of red and sweaty. And he's like, are you okay? And I was like, you know, I'm just a little tense. I'm back to tense or whatever. He's like, well, let me help you. Before I even know it, he's got his arms around me from behind me and picks me up and cracks my back in like 25 places. And then he goes like this to my ear. And I was like, what the fuck did you just do? He was like, oh, I'm a shaman. I was just like sucking your soul or some shit, whatever he said. <laughs> I was like, I don't, know. I don't think I gave you permission to steal my fucking soul in this very moment. And as I'm freaking out about that, there's a tap on my garage window, and I look over, and it's some dude in a fucking polo and khaki shorts. And I'm like, who's that? And he's like, oh, that's my probation officer. And I was like, well, goddamn. <laughs> Mic drop. That was that fucking experience that I had with BDSM. 
You definitely need permission to suck yourself. <laughs> you no permission to suck myself. Anyway, he turned out to be a really nice gentleman at the end of the day. Um, so sorry, I'll show you how story. <laughs> to talk, to talk about that. Um, all right, so, kids, we're going to be right back. So uh, we're back, and Steve just said there should be a Google for sex toys. That just happened. <laughs> we're, talking about, uh, we're talking about during our break what happened to the leather outfit, and I was saying, well, I broke up with the girl, and I fucking gave her to Goodwill. That's what happens. With Somewhere the there's a farmer out in rural North Carolina wearing leather, <laughs> leather overalls plowing a field. <laughs> He's plowing something in that fucking leather. That's for goddamn sure. Oh, kids, this has been super fun. I have so enjoyed uh, being here this evening and talking with different people. This is the first time trying a podcast with so many folks. And I got to say that um, fuck Amazon and a bunch of fucking guitar center and everything else with this equipment. Um, Steve, you're, you're a saint. Thanks for hooking it up. And the rest of the equipment fucking sucked. I'm not bummed about it. Super bummed. And next week, I'm going to be talking about how much Amazon can suck my ass. Anyway, um, so I think what? I I just thought of my Halloween costume. Is it Amazon fucking asshole? Ten girls. <laughs> Ten girls. I can help with the design. I know what I they look like. I think that you should wear your, your fraternity shirt with like a tie-dye stain on it. And we'll all wear Tim sweatshirts. It'll be like a fucking 30 day Halloween costume. A super inside joke. This is so Super wrong. inside. I used, I used a ton of shout. To get that out of the shirt. How much lube did you think you were going to have to use when you were sticking that fucking dry ass t-shirt inside her pussy to begin with? That's the real question. Oh no, that was, it was just a, like at first, like your brain goes, something is wrong. It doesn't really tell you immediately. It's just like something is not right. And in the drunken stupor, I was like, oh, something is not right. So I looked down and I was like, oh, oh, that's what's not right. So it was a very, very slow process of of resolution, you finally get to the solution. Oh, pull up shirt, and there you go. All right, so we're gonna end this out, but I'm gonna end up with one more question for everybody. Um, instead of doing some final thoughts, so usually with my podcast at the very end, I like to do something that's like, oh, so insightful about how much I learned today, and what how, what great therapy I've had this week, and how wonderful my relationships are. I don't get any of that bullshit today. Uh, I might have had too much Tito's to have any kind of like inspirational final thoughts, but I do have a question. To for everyone to think about um, for the for the end here, and that is, we'll start with you, Steve. You got the mic in your hand. What did your parents call vaginas and dicks when you were a little kid? It was just like clinical term. It was like wash your penis when you take a bath. You know, it wasn't your wee wee. No, no, there were no there were no fun words. You came from okay, so you came from straight up vagina. Is that what your mom said? You came out of my vagina when you were born. I'll be. Brutally honest with you. I don't think either of my parents ever said that word to me the entire time I was growing up. Ever. Right. So by the time you were 16 and you hit that 26-year-old chemo survivor. Oh yeah. My the first time you'd seen him. My parents were Catholic. They they never talked to me about anything like that. Anything I learned was from school, either during school or after school. Or at the piercing pagoda. Or at the piercing pagoda. Awesome. All right, Feather. Let's hear from you. What did your What did your folks call vaginas and penises? When I was very young, it was the pocketbook. Pocketbook. You had to wash what the fuck all is a pocket? of the pocketbook. Jesus Christ, the pocketbook. Okay. All right, that's a good one. All right, Darcy, what do you got? I think we we are Peter. Peter. Peter for yes. penis. Peter. You're Peter. You're Peter. What they call a vagina? That was your Peter. Your vagina. 
I'm so, bird. I'm so confused. Your bird. So I was like an androgynous term. The Peter, I, yeah. the Peter meant either your vagina or your, your private part. The private part. Yeah. I tell you, my little kids, what they call, I don't know who taught them this. It's an Irish thing. It's an Irish thing. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell you, like my kids, I didn't teach them this shit because I adopted my kids by the time they'd already learned what vaginas and penises were or, you know, whatever. They went to daycare for their lives. But so they refer to them as my my butt and my front butt. <laughs> and I'm just like, are you fucking kidding me? My butt and my front butt? So that's one of my little kids, but I don't say that all the time. I say your vagina. I say, wash your vagina. I don't say wash, wash your purse, but I say, wash your vagina. And, your right, vagina. right. And you keep your vagina covered when there's little penises around, and little penises keep their selves covered when your vagina's around. Because they're, they're of the age of which that's important. And so, but for me growing up, like, we always refer to the vagina as the coochie. Does it sound familiar to me? Oh, yeah. Coochie. Oh, yeah. Coochie and or cooter. Yeah, it was all C words. Cooter, coochie. It was never cunt. It was always one of those, like, sillier words. The JJ. The JJ. That was in high school. Um, but so, and then for penis, I think it was wee-wee. I think it was probably wee-wee. I forgot. Our, our family penis name was Dooby-Doo. <laughs> is that with your kid? Or is it My mom your... called it a Dooby-Doo. A Dooby-Doo. I think of a joint. Awesome. You think of penises. <laughs> Whatever works. Steve, you look like you have burning thing, something burning to say. I worked with a lady one time who used to talk about her daughter a lot. And she would, I, I heard her on the phone with her kid during one of her breaks one day say, when you get in the shower, make sure you wash your monkey. 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 I knew. I used to work in, in a cubicle land, and across from me, there was this old lady. Her name was Debbie, and she used to call her vagina her monkey, and she would talk about it all the time. About her, her monkey smelled, or maybe it itch. I don't know what happened to her monkey. Her monkey had a lot of issues, is what I could say, and it was real kind of hardcore. And there was a group of eight of us that sat around her, and we heard often about her, her monkey. So maybe that's, maybe that's more common than we think. I don't know. Jungle animals? Farm animals, just animals in general. I don't know. These are a lot of words that I'm saying and coming out of my mouth right now to talk about vaginas and penises. But I do appreciate and thank you guys so much for coming on to Dick Shade. Was it super fun? Did you have a time of your life? Yeah, I had a great time. Woohoo! Great. Listen to that false enthusiasm. It's amazing. All right, so we'll see you next week. If you want to email me, and talk to me about something ridiculous or give me an idea for a great story or podcast you want to hear, please do so. You can contact Amy Oakley at eight, two, no, false. You can contact Amy Oakley at dickshade828 at gmail.com. That's dickshade828 at gmail.com. And we will talk to you guys later. Peace and love. Cheers, bitches. Yay.